Hey everyone and welcome to another edition of the Jim and the King NFL Podcast. I'm Jim, since my left is Denver Dave and we're here to talk about the NFL. Hey Dave. Hey, football's back. Yeah, none of our colleagues are still. No. Those uh, contract talks really are going into the, into the season now, starting to bite. Holding out for money, we're not having it. Well, we have to pay them nothing at this rate, the amount of fines they're incurring. It's more than I get then. <laughs> You're the only one that doesn't pull a salary for this uh, this gig, Dave. Sorry to <laughs> tell you. But, um, yeah, NFL is finally back. We've got an entire week's worth of games going on to talk about. Uh, 16 games. We'll touch on all 16 of them. Um, some more than others. Yes. Yeah. Uh, before we start, let's talk about a player that wasn't playing this weekend, Dave. Just briefly. I don't want to talk about him any more than you do. Okay. Go on. Uh, Antonio Brown. The saga continues. He is now a New England Patriot, engineered a move out of Oakland. Within a few hours, he was signed to the Patriots roster. Uh, although Punk Raider is not here today, he's been quite uh, vocal about his displeasure, obviously. Uh, it's difficult for Punk. I'm sure he's uh, just getting receipt of his Antonio Brown jersey through the post. So this is not going to be easy for him. Um, it's all right. I can just say it's... Who's the other one? No. Who's the other Brown? Trent Brown. I can just say it's... Trent him. Brown, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it does look a little bit obvious that uh, how it's happened. I, th- I think for me, we're expecting him to go to the Patriots. It's the thing that normally happens. Patriots take a flyer on someone, um, won't put up with any of his rubbish. So I don't expect it to work out. But uh, the thing that really grated for me was that the video he posted when he was released from the Raiders. Did you see this one, Dave, when he went running out into his back garden? Nope. Screaming that he was free? Nope. It's just, it just shows the class of the guy, you know. Doesn't shock me. No. Nothing should shock you about Antonio Brown anymore. Mm. Um, except that people think he's a great actor. Because they think that this is all just engineered. The entire thing was just a saga to move from Pittsburgh to New England. I don't, I don't think it matters. Well, I I gonna, well, no, I don't think it matters. If he went to the Raiders and engineered a move, he's a dick. Yeah. If he went there and just acted as a dick, because he's an idiot. He's, he's a, a dick. dick. Yeah. It makes no difference. Yeah. It's still a dick move. I mean, it makes no difference. Well, yeah, but there's an intent and there's just crazy. And I think he is just crazy. So I'm I'm or hoping that it, uh, it all falls off in New England because there's a franchise that deserves something bad to happen to him. I will get bored of running seven yard slants. So well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Going long. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's Antonio Brown. Get ready for him week two uh, against the Dolphins. Oh, Jesus Christ, it's going to be a massacre. <laughs> yeah, worse than in Japan. Oh, <laughs> Those dolphins Christ. get put into a cove. <laughs> um, let's cast our minds back then, Dave. Let's, let's talk about football for a change. Mm-hmm. Uh, all the way back to last Thursday night when we saw the Green Bay Packers take on the Chicago Bears in Chi-Town and it was definitely shite. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, the Packers ended up winning that game 10-3. to I stayed up to watch this because I was off on, on the Friday. Okay. Um, and Sing for me. It. I thought I was disappointed with um, the Bears' offense for obvious reasons. They only scored three points. Anyone who so doesn't Chicago know, fans. Anyone who doesn't know, it was 10-3. And 10-3 to the Packers. Yeah, I said that. Oh, did you? <laughs> Not oh, listening already, Dave. No. Thanks very much. So, I was very... I was disappointed. It was a complete lack of anything there was no run game I mean there was I mean Tariq Cohen I don't even think ran the ball he, received, he caught the ball a few times but 
There, there was a lot of criticism about Matt Nagy yeah. calling pass plays all the time rather than trying to run the ball when yeah, you've got there some was... very good running back talent there. And David Montgomery just wasn't used. He yeah. was there, but... Yeah, the first quarter, I don't think he came on at all. Mm. Um, it's just, it was just a bit of a weird game. It was just a subdued atmosphere. I mean, they got so, their field goal in the first quarter, yeah. so they were happy about that because obviously about the double yeah. doink last but after, year. After that, it was just nothing. And about, I think it was about two minutes left to go. They had a drive where you're thinking, okay, you've only scored three. You're only you're one score down. Mm-hmm. Just march down the field and get something, and it's going to make the last two or three minutes interesting. Nothing happened. No. Well, and it just we, the, out. The, it was weird. the knives were out for Trubisky, I think rightly so. Yeah. But uh, he completed 26 of 45 throws. Those misses weren't very close. There were a lot of them that weren't even close. He's yeah. just throwing to nothing. There was one particular throw that he made, and he was expecting a sort of an out route by his, uh, by his tight end. Yeah. And his tight end ran forward, blocked for him, and then the ball was thrown at the back of his head almost. And it was kind of like, what? where is this? I don't understand this concept of sort of it being either fly by night or doing something it's, it's like he wasn't calling the plays or he wasn't executing the same play everyone else was it was just a bit weird yeah yeah it, it, he looks flustered very yeah. quickly does uh, Mitch Trubisky well normally it's year three they say the game slows down a bit so you see everything a bit clearer and mm-hmm. everything else starts working it doesn't seem to be happening at the moment well it's only year two for him isn't it at the moment but uh, yeah five sacks each so the Packers' defense managed to keep pace with the Bears' defense. The only bright spot for the Bears really was uh, Alan Robinson getting over 100 yards in his first game uh, since moving across from Jacksonville. But yeah, not a great game to start the season. And they've got a very tough game next as well. Yes. But we'll talk about that later on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next up is uh, is the Washington Redskins going to the Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah. So we're starting on Sunday there. Uh Good win for the Philadelphia Eagles. They had to come back from I think it was twenty to seven down at half time. And yeah, it finally started moving. Um Deshaun Jackson was the the big talk really. He he caught eight of ten passes for hundred and fifty four yards and two touchdowns in his return to Philadelphia. Yeah. Do you know what this game reminded me of? What's that? Olympic ten thousand meters. Oh yeah. So It's a favourite of many of our yeah, listeners. You get a British athlete who guns it off the line. Why's it going to be some... a British athlete that guns it off the line? All right, a white guy. <laughs> what? Guns it off the line. Oh, no. Guns it off the line and gets a massive lead. And you know you've got the Kenyan and the Ethiopian athletes, the elite, who are just sitting there going, we're going to reel you in. We just mm. are. We're going to reel you in. Have you not met Mo Farah before? I have. It's from Sudan. Never mind. But... <laughs> so, still British. Somalia. Um, but no, just and you, you just know it's inevitable. So no matter how much of a lead the Redskins got, it was, it was inevitable that the Eagles were just going to roll them in and just keep scoring they didn't look first quarter looked a bit ropey and they weren't getting many yards mm. after that it was almost inevitable and the Redskins just looked like a team in the third third and fourth quarter who were knackered and I know they weren't but that's just what it looked like yeah yeah it was unfortunate for the Skins but uh, like you said only scored seven points in the second half yeah whereas Philadelphia scored 25 my maths is working yeah. so yeah there we go <laughs> Case Keenum looked like Case Keenum as well well, yeah, I mean, we did say before the season that they've put him in there because these are the tough games. Um, there's no point sticking Haskins against that Eagles front seven. The the other thing that stood out, really, I don't know how many yards you got, I'm sure you'll be able to tell me about... I won't. <laughs> Darius, Darius Geis. There was a few times he 
looked as though he could really break through a line and get yards after contact. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Every time he got touched, he went down. Ah, bit of a Brandon Jacobs to him. <laughs> so let's have a look how many yards he got. Because I, I, I remember saying to you, I think I said it on the pod before as well, in preseason, every time he got touched, he just, he's just he got nothing about him in terms of breaking a tackle. Yeah. Um, and he had 10 carries for yep. a grand total of 18 yards. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, it's not been easy for guys. He's, he was injured all of last year, basically. Yeah. Um, this and is essentially his rookie season. Yeah. He's got Adrian Peterson sitting behind him. Um, in front of him. <laughs> well, he's behind him at the moment because he's injured. And you've also got um, Bryce Love as well. Yeah. So, so they've got an injury-ravaged uh, backfield. Yeah, but as soon as they're fit, I can't see guys keeping them the main spot, but not with these performances. Well, we'll see. Hopefully anyway. it improves for him. But like you said, yeah, you, you need a running back that can at least break a tackle. Yeah, I mean, if, if your quarterback... Stand up to a hit. If your quarterback is Case Keenum... He's going to be okay if you give him a strong run game. If you give him a poor run game, he's going to really, really struggle. Mm. I mean, he weren't that much cop yet last season with Philip Lindsay. You take Philip Lindsay out of it, and he's even worse. <laughs> let's move on from that game, because it, uh, it went the way people thought it was going to by the end of it. Yep. Uh, let's go to a really crazy game, and that was in New York, where the Buffalo Bills beat the New York Jets 17 points to 16. Yeah, this killed my accumulator. <laughs> killed a lot of them, I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Two, I would say, you know, I know I'm going to get some grief for this from Josh Allen supporters, but two very bad quarterback performances from both your boy, Sam Darnold, and someone else's boy, Josh Allen. Uh, a lot of, I mean, Josh, uh, let's talk about Sam Darnold quickly. He was just throwing daisy cutters the whole time. He could barely get that ball over the defensive line to a receiver. I've, I've not, I haven't seen that for a long time where a quarterback is just not getting the air on the ball. Um, and they're just batting the ball down. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, he's not got great receivers. Um, his line is porous, um, mm. to say the least. But it's week one. He's just coming back off an injury as well. Um, he had an injury in preseason, which... I'm not sure who helped. I think it was ankle or calf or something like that. But, yeah, I mean, the troubles that this team has got, I don't think they're down to him. <laughs> well, no, I'm not saying they're all down to yeah. him. I'm just saying it wasn't a great performance by no. Sam Darnold. Uh, similarly for Josh Allen, he had two interceptions and two uh, fumbles as well. There was there was one point where um, I think there was four interceptions in, in six plays or something like that, or yeah, four a, turnovers yeah. in six plays. Um that's got to be concerning but I mean he played badly and still won so yeah they won you can't, can't knock him can't say anything against that uh, great first game for Devin Singletary 98 yep. yards for him uh, also John Brown 123 yards and a touchdown for the former uh, Cardinal again, Devin Singletary he didn't come in until I think it was the third quarter I don't think he played in the first half he came mm. in and as soon as he came in the Bills looked dangerous well yeah they only they didn't score in the first half Buffalo no Three points in the third quarter and 14 in the fourth. Yeah, so to put it into context, Frank Gore, bless him, still going. Yeah. 11 carries for 20 yards. Legend. Um, then there was Josh Allen, who had 10 carries for 38. And then Devin Singletary, four carries for 70. I mean, that, he's, that yeah. is a stat. Yeah, he, he's going to make a, a massive difference to the team this year. Yep. Uh, the other um, notable mention, I guess, is Le'Veon Bell. Yep. His first game in over a year. Just under 100 yards and a touchdown catch as well. Yeah. Um, good first game back for Le'Veon. He's a he's a dangerous player. I think that he's not going to have the the joy on the ground that he had in Pittsburgh because the O line for the Jets 
can't hold up and allow him to do those uh, stutter runs Amen that he's so famous stutter. for. But he's always been good at catching the ball. Yep. So he's going to be, you know, a check down option, someone out of the backfield. Yep, I agree. I, think, uh, I know you want to move on from this I one, do, yeah. <laughs> We're going through these. I found this game to be a bit frustrating because if you look <laughs> yeah, at... Yeah, so the Jets and Bills fans. Well, if you, as a neutral, because if you look at that conference, you've got four really... Well, you've got one very, very good team. In division. Yeah, in their division. Yeah. You've got one very good team, two okay teams, one really bad team. Mm. And you kind of hope that the Jets were going to be the team this season who could challenge the Patriots. And it doesn't look as though that's going to be the case now. So, Well, the last team that got to the playoffs... Other than the the Patriots, was the Bills? No, Dolphins did last not last season, season before. No, the Bills knocked off for the uh, they they got stung by the Jags, didn't they, in the wild card round? Mm, okay, <laughs> no, I don't they're remember. close. They're close to each other, but it may be that Buffalo, if they can get Devin Singletree starting the game, uh, they could win a few more. It doesn't strike me a as a card. team who's going to really challenge New England, though. Now, I know well, that the Jets okay. weren't, but as a push, you could say maybe if things go well for them, I don't know. It's only week one, Dave. Yeah, we'll see what goes Yeah, it's just a bit on. disappointing because I was expecting more. I know. I was hoping to see more from Quinn and Williams, really, and uh, Ed Oliver on the other side. Yeah. But There's one play that Ed one. Oliver made. He just went completely the wrong way and left his man in about 15 yards of space. It was hilarious. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, let's go on to the next game then. That was the Atlanta Falcons going to the Minnesota Vikings. The Vikings won this 28-12, to and it was never close. Do you know what? I want to give you credit on this, because the Falcons yeah. looked trash. What did I say? <laughs> uh? 14 <laughs> points in the first quarter for Minnesota, uh, 7 in the second, 7 in the third, and then Atlanta scored their 12 points uh, in the fourth. That is literally garbage time points. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's just weird. And... and their Chris Lundstrom, who's their newly drafted Center, offensive yeah. line, uh, offensive lineman, he's now injured for potentially eight weeks or so. Oh dear! Um, so a bit of a shame for them. They just never got going. It was just it was a strange game because every play was just I don't know. It was just really strange just watching because nothing was going for them at all. It seems yeah. to be a running theme with one or two teams, <laughs> um, but they just looked terrible, really terrible. It was great to see Davin Cook back and, and fully oh, healthy, and look what he monster. did to him. 120 scrimmage yards and two touchdowns for the for the Vikings. Uh, Anthony Harris picked Matt Ryan twice, so that's great for him. Uh, Julio Jones, the uh, new contract man, mm-hmm. completed six of eleven catches for 31 yards and a touchdown. Uh, Julio Jones just signed that three-year extension for 66 million, 64 of which is guaranteed. Ow! Not bad money if you can get it. <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, and uh, just, he's getting it. If you just look at the stats, though, for the Vikings, it, it wasn't a particularly difficult plan they went to. I mean, there was no. only 10 attempted passes from Kirk Cousins. Oh, yeah, it wasn't, yeah, no stats it was just from Cousins, really. That's all yeah. it was. I mean, it didn't was, need to, yeah. It was not, I mean, he, it, Kirk Cousins got barely 100 yards. Dalvin Cook, 21 carries. So it, it was exactly as we thought it was going to be. It was going to be Cook heavy. The problem is he's got a history of getting injured. So, well, yeah. do you want him to be carrying that many times? Well, okay, but by that point, they'd already kind of sealed the game up, so they did start to uh, to rest him a bit. Hmm. I just, yeah, I think it was a kind of a game that I think. Well, I I thought it was fairly open and shut before it even started. But uh, yep. nice to see that 
you know, something I say has actually come to fruition. Yeah, and so so far it's been two things. Trubisky's crap. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, Mahomes is brilliant. Well, uh, I called that. Let's not go nuts. Uh, <laughs> oh, no, that's not. No. MVP <laughs> in his first full season. Yeah. Well. And uh, and yeah, and the Minnesota Vikings beating the Atlanta Falcons. I th- yep. Like I said, it's going to be difficult for the Falcons. They've not got an easy schedule. No. Um, so yeah, it could be five or six games in. We could see it come it come will, all round. It will be very interesting to see what happens in Atlanta if they have another bad season, um, personnel wise. Talking of bad seasons, Dave. Mm-hmm. The Baltimore Ravens went to the Miami Dolphins on Sunday. And, well, uh, <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Where do you start? Well, we can start with the score, I suppose. Um, well, let's, let's take it quarter by quarter. So the first quarter, twenty-one nothing yeah. to the Ravens. Second quarter, those, those first quarters happen where you get three scores. Sometimes they yeah. just happen. Yeah, you yeah. Go, a team goes, "All right, let's just lock it down. Get to half time. Mm-hmm. Let's just stop being. Stu- let's just get a point on the board, and we'll go in twenty-one-seven or something like that." Those we've we've seen them a lot. Yeah. To go in at half time. 42 points on the board yeah unbelievable 42-10 at half time 52-10 at the end of the third quarter and 59-10 at the end of the fourth it's a disaster move it is terrible yeah um, it meant that the stats I'm going to sound really uh, really stealerish now um, are really skewed so I don't think you can really it's such an outlier game I think that you can't really read too much into this result because... Oh, no, I think you can. No, we knew that... Well, we can talk <laughs> about the Dolphins, yeah. We knew they weren't going to be great, yeah. but um, to be this bad that some of their remaining players were requesting trades at the end of the game. Yeah, absolutely. I just feel bad for the Dolphins fans. You, you've got to feel a bit sorry for the the people it's, that turn up and, and pay the money. There's no way to run an organisation. It's just not. Well... I mean, there's a... A brand new a coach who's coming into his first head coaching role and he's yeah. coming in. There's 31 new players. Yeah. In a squad of 53, 53. Yeah, 53. 53. So, I mean, it's unbelievable. Yeah. It really is. They've given away their two premier offensive linemen. Mm-hmm. One's gone to the Broncos, one's gone to the uh, Texans. They've, yeah, but one of their most solid wide receivers as well in Kenny Stills. Yep. And they lost running back. They lost... Um, I mean, Kenyon Drake's still there, though, isn't he? He's still there. Um, they've lost cornerbacks. I mean, they've lost play, play, every they've lost position. Everything. They've lost everything. And they've, they've got two quarterbacks who are new to the organisation as well. One who's... Well, one who's failed everywhere he's been. Yeah. And although he had not bad season last year. And the other guy who's essentially just been swapped for... What was it? The second round? Late second? Yeah, third? late second round pick, yeah. So, it, the... What really struck me, though, is what you said in the last pod. So you said the way to beat the Ravens is to do exactly what the Chargers did and go, okay, we know you're going to run, so we're going to push our safeties right up and we're going to go play it over the top. So they did. (laughs) (laughs) So for anyone who hasn't seen it, it was just bombs being thrown constantly. I mean, there's one point where Hollywood Brown goes, uh, breaks the line, runs through, and if you'd have tried on a landmine, it would have only got him. He had so much room. <laughs> it was insane. Yep. It was in like his, a 72 yard. In his first game in the NFL, Marquise Hollywood Brown yeah. had four car- uh, four catches for 147 yards yeah. and two touchdowns. So 50% of your catches are touchdowns. Yeah. Well, his um, first two. His first one was a touchdown. Second one was a touchdown. Yeah. Insane. Yeah. He could have still been running now and they could have <laughs> motorbikes and they still wouldn't have got near him. I mean, Mark Andrews had eight catches for 108 yards I and like a touchdown as well. 
Lamar Jackson ended up with 324 yards passing, five touchdowns, zero interceptions, completed 17 of 20 throws as well. So that was going quite a long way into the game yeah. where he was um, completing everything. The, wor- the worst play for me was the one where um, they were in red zone and he was he was sort of running backwards. Yeah. Threw it into the end zone. Yeah. And the guy standing there in the end zone, standing still, mm. and there's no one within 10 metres of him. It was insane how bad it was. Yeah, Mark Ingram, 14 carries, 107 yards and two touchdowns. Yeah. They even brought in RG3 at the end. He threw six for six, <laughs> 55 yards yeah. and a touchdown. So, you know, it was um, everyone was having fun there on the, on the Ravens' side, yeah. which is why I'm saying, Dave, you've got to take that result with a pinch of salt. Um, I personally, I'm happy that Lamar Jackson was throwing it. No salt here, mate. I'm not judging the Ravens. This isn't a game where you judge the Ravens. I agree with you. No, this is a game where you judge the Dolphins. Yeah, <laughs> some um, of their players are. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I haven't seen a performance that bad from a team since there was one last season from Arizona. I think they played. I think it was the Chiefs. Um, Could have been. And it was a mauling, and I mean, it was. What about when the the Vikings lost to the Bills last season? That no, was, was incompetence. But that was just incompetence. It wasn't because a team is utter garbage. Well, yeah, decimated. Yeah, and there was a couple where the Browns lost. I think there's one game where you guys played the Browns a couple of years ago, and there was no mercy. You just didn't let up. It's like, right, we're gonna we're gonna beat you. <laughs> we played with fifty run. on the on the Panthers last season. That, yeah, that well, scuppered that, that their was, season, didn't it? Yeah, but then again, that wasn't a bad team. That was just no. one really, really, really good team. And a team who were really, really good the week before. Yeah. <laughs> and they just went off a cliff. But no, this is a game where you judge the Dolphins. And unfortunately, this probably isn't going to be the last time that we're talking about them being utter, utter shit. I mean, for a fan, it's one thing to say, oh, yeah, we'll just tank the season. But it's another yeah. thing to actually live that season yeah, and I watch mean, every week when it just keeps coming. What do you do if you're a fan who's bought a season ticket? Because I can tell you, NFL tickets are not cheap. No. And if I've paid $1,500 for eight season, eight home games, mm-hmm. I'm asking for a refund. I'm well, I don't know. I don't know how they, how they work that out because, you know, they are still putting a, a team on the field. Yeah, but come Just, on. I don't know. Can they... <laughs> well, if you complain, there's a chance you might get a jersey. I mean, it is <laughs> yeah, but, so bad. Uh, who are you putting on that jersey? Tua? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. The funny thing was looking at um, season bets last weekend, and um, there's different bets you could put on who was going to win the Super Bowl, who's going to win the playoffs. One of them was the Dolphins Mm. to have a top two pick, and it was three to one. Is that it? Yeah. So I I think that's not bad to be one of the top two two teams. Um, That bet's no longer available. (laughs) It's just just not there. No. Damn, I wish I put a grand on there. Yeah. yeah, it's it's gonna be, it's not gonna be fun uh, for the Dolphins. Let's let's move on, shall we? Because that's just disappointing. Really. I'm gonna stop it's talking depressing. about betting when the fun stops. Stop and all yeah. that. <laughs> let's talk about uh, a game with much more uh, in the way of an even score. Yep. Ish. Kansas City Chiefs went to Jacksonville. Blisteringly hot day in Duval County. Uh, Casey came away with a win, forty points to twenty six. They scored seventeen points in the first quarter compared to Jacksonville seven. Nick Foles went out with a broken Cliven clavicle uh, and his non-throwing <laughs> shoulder. Cletus there from The Simpsons. That's not Cletus. No, it's not. It's the Professor Frink. That's the one. <laughs> Get your Simpsons reference right. Yeah. Uh, so then, who was it? Gardner Minshew came in mm-hmm. uh, as the backup. 
Uh, also, Mahomes had a bit of an injury scare as well. Had to go off the field for one play uh, as he would fell awkwardly. I don't think he actually went off the field for a play. He did, yeah. No, he went off. Well, he went off, yeah. And then came straight back on. There, no, there was, there was no a play. run play. There wasn't. Honestly, there wasn't because... There was, Matt there... Moore had a stat of zero for one. Maybe that was later on, but trust me. Or <laughs> well, maybe it was. Okay, I know you went off the... I think, yeah, you're right. There was he went a, off, there was got a, strapped, and then there was, there was an a break in the play, wasn't there? Out, so they had yeah. a chance to come back out again. Um, and then he came back out, he didn't actually miss a play. Luckily, he is okay. He threw 378 yards, three touchdowns. Um... LaShawn McCoy in his first game for the Chiefs had 93 yards from scrimmage uh, Frank Clark his first game for the Chiefs got an interception which is weird for a defensive end um, and Sammy Watkins though uh, the oh. toast of the receiving core 9 catches of it on 11 targets for 198 yards and 3 touchdowns and I had him on my fantasy team on the bench was it? on my bench yeah. On the- <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ yeah um Steady scoring again from the Chiefs. They've picked up where they left off yep. from last season. Yeah, 40 points. And he's well on track to uh, to equaling his uh, touchdown record from last season. It's one game, man. One game. Yeah, I'm Jesus just, Christ. I'm reading it from one game. <laughs> um, let's talk about the Jags then, briefly. Because uh, they did score 13 points in the fourth quarter. Yep. Uh, DJ Chark was the best receiver for them. Four of four for 146 yards and a touchdown. And Gardner Minshew did do okay. He only missed three of his throws. I think it did all right. 275 yards, two touchdowns, interception. Watching him, it was kind of know your limitations and don't go too mad. Yes. Um, what does surprise me is after that game, they they are not putting too much of their faith in him in the fact they've already gone and got another quarterback. Well, they had to get someone else. Yeah, absolutely. And they've given up a fifth-round pick uh, next year for Pittsburgh's second string quarterback Joshua the, Dobbs the man who you said was already in the building to replace your uh... well I, I do think there's a chance for him to prove himself now <laughs> Steelers wouldn't give him the chance so he's got a chance here in Duval to uh, to do something inspe- uh, something good, good I luck, think he so. is that well he is that kind of dual threat quarterback he yep. can use his legs I think yeah we, we play him in week 4 now mm-hmm. there's a good chance he's not going to play next week because he's not going to no I wouldn't have thought so he's probably not going to play the week after that so the first time you see him could be against the Broncos could be week three. Depends what happens in week two with Gardner. There's, you, you raise a very good point there. If he comes in and does exactly what he's done next week, yeah. they'll push it back and leave it another week. Yeah. Um, and you're also talking about an astrophysicist, basically. This guy's smart. It doesn't take him a long time to pick up something. I was frustrated with how Pittsburgh used him in his uh, hey two years with us. Even Brock Osweiler's got a degree. Let's not go now. <laughs> it doesn't matter how clever you are sometimes. Okay, I'm just saying, Dave, that, you know... Yeah, no, I, I agree. I mean, there's a he reason. He come off a tractor. There's a reason Andrew Luck is uh, classed as one of the most intelligent footballers because yeah. he's a very intelligent human being. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't think it's a coincidence. No. Um, it's a little bit disappointing that um, we spent a fourth round pick on him and we've given up a fifth round pick to uh, to get rid of him. I don't. Stealing about, talking about the Steelers again, I'm not a fan of Mason Rudolph, so I'm pretty annoyed no. at this movement, actually. But uh, good. Yeah. I, I wish him the best, actually, for for Jacksonville. The only thing that's now not got you—you you guys can't let Roethlisberger get injured. No, because they—that's now a genuine concern for you. Whereas yeah. previously, you're going, we've got Dobbs. He knows the schemes. He's been here a while. Okay, it's not ideal, but every time he's coming, he's looked okay. Yeah, he's not torn up any ground. But I think he's playing. He was playing with such a simple scheme of get us through until Ben's coming back. Yeah. So every time he played previously, it was while Ben was off the field having a burger. So it didn't really make much of it. There was no point in him going down the field and really being 
expansive in the way you play. So just come in, do the role, carry on. It's fine. They they never well the, the Pittsburgh offensive unit never really played to Dobbs' strength. Yeah. So he was in there. He was just a gatekeeper. He was a night watchman. Yeah. yeah. Um, so there so we go. To see him once he's got a uh, an offense that's set for him. Um, still questions raised about the Chiefs' defense. Still doesn't look great. Um, there was one or two holes. At one point, where Didi Westbrook went down the field and he carried three men with him completely unnecessarily. <laughs> um, yeah, it is. It's a big shame for the Jags that Foles is injured. It was on his yeah. debut. It was in the was it in the first half? First um, quarter. First quarter. So it was straight out basically. It's yeah, such a shame. Not we talked about him last week. You know. Yeah, wanted to see him. Didn't get to see enough of him, um, but hopefully, it, as you, it's not, it's, it's a non-throwing shoulder, mm. so hopefully, it's not a season-long injury. No, I think I'll be, he'll be back end of end of November. Depends on how how well Dobbs does. If Dobbs comes in and does well, there's no, you know they may mm. wait until he's a hundred percent fit. It will be the old Tony Romo style, absolutely fit, and then Dak takes over for good. Yeah. At the same time, if they're so, you know, right, three but... and nine at that point, then he, he may not necessarily come in straight away as well. So mm-hmm. it might it may well be a no win situation for Foles, but a win win situation for the Jags. We'll see. Mm. Let's move on to the next game then. This is uh, <laughs> this is quite fun for me. Uh, the Tennessee Titans went to the Cleveland Browns and beat the doors off them, forty three points to thirteen. I called this. You did pick the Titans over the Browns. I did. Um, yeah Titans are legit this man is, this is the first bad game I've seen for Baker Mayfield uh, I can't remember a bad performance for him before this one was a bad performance what uh, what what was amazing was the fact that I, first of all I like Cameron Wake I think he's brilliant another yeah. guy who's exited from the Dolphins recently as well yeah. I think he's like 37 at least he looked 24 mm. every single time model professional at, mate Every single time you looked at Mayfield, though, Cameron Wake was in his face. Two and a half sacks on his first game for... How many pressures, though? About 14? Oh, yeah. It was insane. That line is... Sorry, that line played diabolical. Yeah. How good it actually is, I don't know. Well, we've talked about all the skill positions, haven't they? He talks about OBJ and Jarvis Landry and Joku and Nick Chubb and Baker, but they don't really talk about the offensive line because there's not much to talk about in that offensive line. Well, I... Yeah... I mean, they've got a guy in there who's an ex-Bronco, and if, you, <laughs> if, if you're looking for good offensive linemen, don't go to the Broncos. <laughs> yeah, Baker ended up uh, 285 yards passing, one touchdown, but three interceptions. They, he was picked by Logan Ryan, Malcolm Butler, and Kevin Byard. That Butler, uh, Malcolm Butler pick was pretty good as well. Mm. Mm. Yeah, um, I, I th- it, was, it was a good game. Um, I really, really enjoyed watching it. Um, I'm, you know, I'm big on the Titans this season. I think they're sneaky good. Um, yeah, I think I've said that a few times. It'll be very interesting to see how the Browns come back. Um, their game this week is a very, very interesting game on Monday Night Football. Um, I think this is more of a reflection on the Titans than it is on the Browns. Browns were brownish. Browns walked into that game thinking they were just going to waltz it. That's, that's the pro. I think yeah. I think they've spent the entire off season with those interviews in magazines and okay. if, you know, seeing the Super Bowl odds, if assuming they're going to get to the playoffs. If they were playing this game against the Steelers, yeah, do you think it would have been different? Not possibly. in terms of the result, but in terms of the way they approached yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, pro- probably. The prep would have been a little bit better than uh, they were against the Titans. But I think that what, when you've seen, what was it, three or four years now of, of Mariota not really performing like you want a a second overall pick to to do 
Um, and again, it wasn't great by Mario. So he just didn't throw loads of interceptions like Baker did. I thought Mario was brilliant. Well, it was all I right. Thought, no, I, I, not in terms of an expansive play, but he no. controlled, controlled the controlling, game. Yes. And then using Derek Henry, 20 touches for him, 159 yards and two touchdowns. Uh, Delaney Walker got two touchdowns. And A.J. Brown got 100 yards as well, so in his first game. There was one particular, I mean, there was the the standout um, Derek Henry 75-yard run. Yeah. That obviously stood out. But there's one point where I was watching Red Zone. It was late in the third, I think. Okay. Um, Henry's handed the ball. He breaks through the line. And there's two Browns standing there watching as he ran by. They literally didn't do anything. And then someone else... It was... Honestly, it was shocking. Yeah. And I don't... How much of that is just them not being very good? How much of them is giving up? And how much of it is their head coach, who is qualified by the fact he once played Madden or something? I don't know. I don't know what... (laughs) But yeah, it was just a bit weird. Mm. Well, there we go. Yep. Good game. Great though. result for the Titans to go away on their first game and put up over forty points, and to see, um, you know, a passing game working yeah. alongside. Because you can't just rely on Derek Henry. It's not fair on him, you know, because everyone's going to be stacking the box. So great first game for AJ Brown. Yeah. Um, good for Delaney Walker to see him still there, and you saw him in the locker room doing the old uh, "They were what we thought they were" speech was, at the end. <laughs> there was one particular point as well where the Titans brought on uh, Tannehill. Right. So there was Mariota and Tannehill on the field, and I was like, "Oh, I love this." I think it was handed off, and Tannehill tried to run it and just got. I think he lost a couple of yards. Yeah. But no, it was it was it was interesting to see little gadget plays of going. We're going to beat you, and we're going to rub it in a little bit as well, which I kind of like. <laughs> Let's go on to the next game then. That was the LA Rams at the Carolina Panthers. Great game, this one. A uh, lot of defense being played. The Rams came out on top, thirty points to twenty-seven. Uh, both QBs had an interception in this game. Uh, good to see Cooper cut back for the for the Rams. Yeah, he was targeted a lot early, but mm. towards the end, not a lot going on for him. I guess the player of the game has to be Christian McCaffrey. Uh, yeah. Quick word on that boy. 21 yeah. touches, 209 yards and two touchdowns. He was relentless. Mm. Um, you're talking about a guy not breaking tackles. This guy, he breaks five or six tackles a, a go. Yeah, his yards after his yards after contact is he's stretching as he's as he's falling there. over. Yeah, he got a couple of touchdowns by not putting his knee down and managing to kind of levitate and and get the ball over the line. Uh, it's pretty scary. Yeah, what's going on there? It's a shame really they didn't come away with the win. Mm. Um, well, he's he's very similar to his old man. His old man was a tight end for the Broncos. Yeah, um, this is going back some. Um, and again, he'd do some weird things with his body and catch things in certain ways. And you look and go. He couldn't really be able to do that. Did you catch that? Yeah. It's the fact that he catched them and then turned around and run. You're like, no, when you caught that, you should have gone to the ground. It was a bit weird. Yeah. On the other side, the uh, the run game was shared between Todd Gurley and Malcolm Brown. Yeah. Rather than Darrell Henderson. Uh, 14 carries for Gurley, 97 yards. Malcolm Brown, 11 carries, 53 yards, but two touchdowns uh, for him. So it was nice to see they were... They were doing what we thought they were going to do. They were going to... Use Gurley, but protect him a little bit. And, uh, and Malcolm Brown took up the slack. Yeah. As the change of pace back. Um, yeah, it was it was really unfortunate for Caroline. They started slow. They were 13-3 down at the half. Uh, 10 points each in the third quarter. They scored 14 points in the fourth. So they were they were up. Oh, no, sorry. They, they got close. Yeah. Had to do an onside kick. 
uh, didn't work and then Todd Gurley got the first down to ice the game basically uh, but this should be encouraging for Panthers fans that you know they came up against the Super Bowl finalists and then he lost by three yeah considering where they were last year but historically the team that loses the Super Bowl doesn't necessarily do that well so how encouraging should it be and the thing is the Rams did exactly what they did last season there's nothing different from the way that they came out and said we're going to run it and we're going to go play short throws to Woods and to Cup. Uh, Cooper Cup so yeah it was it was very much the same Rams that we've seen for a long time weird weird thing though was that we didn't see much from Aaron Donald really at all well I think that's the game plan for the Panthers they managed to keep it away from him yeah. for the most part and, and McCaffrey found a way that, to, to break through it helps that Cam Newton didn't really run at all in the game I don't think well that's any... good to see you don't want him to see him running yeah. too much he, looked, he played very different to how we've seen him previously which might end up being a good thing for him well will end up being a good thing for him because he's not getting smashed as was being mentioned in pre-season with that injury he's changed his throwing motion and, and the criticism the king always had was that he just launched it straight at your face from five yards he's still gunning it he's trying to gun it <laughs> yeah, he's, he's still throwing it up he didn't, he didn't throw a single deep ball that I saw though I mean I, I might not have seen one but from what I saw there was none launched downfield I think the the, the playbook's going to change to yeah to work that uh, next up we've got the Cincinnati Bengals at the Seattle Seahawks this was supposed to be an easy game for the Seahawks they didn't make it easy no Bengals impressed me in this game I know you don't want to hear this, <laughs> but they look False different dawn. to the ben, to the Bengals that we've seen, just in the way that they do things. Um, but yeah, it was a career game for Andy Dalton: four hundred eighteen yards, two yep. touchdowns, zero interceptions. Uh, he lost two fumbles though, so not it's, completely. It's uh, the first time that Dalton. he's got over four hundred yards without AJ Green. Yeah, um, but he's got two wide receivers who are now good, two good wide receivers. Well, yeah, we've got to talk about John Ross briefly then. Oh. 7 of 12 catches yeah. uh, for 158 yards and those two touchdowns. Um, yeah, yeah, one of them had finally a looked good. Terrifying sidestep. Just left it. The defender sort of going, oh, where did he go? Because he just completely tore him. There was two well, he, sidesteps. He smashed the 40-yard dash in the... Yeah. You know. It's lightning. Yeah. But it's the fact he keeps his pace changing direction. It was unbelievable. He's And I also like Tyler Boyd as well. I think he's great. Eifert's good. Mm. They've got a nice little setup there, but they're always lacking that X factor, what makes them a good team. Um, but no, this week, I thought very impressive. And they look, they don't look Bengalish. They look, <laughs> what? Well, there was no late hits. There was, you know, oh, all, right, all okay, the stuff yeah, is yeah. Bengalish. It yeah. wasn't there. Um, yeah, it's, it's an interesting time to be a Bengals fan. Well, if you say so. Uh, Sam, Sam Hubbard's <laughs> got two sacks. Take your Steelers glasses off for a second, will you? <laughs> Jesus Christ. I am. I am. Just being objective. Yeah. I don't think... Well, they lost the game, ob- Dave. You couldn't be objective. They lost the game. By a point. Yeah. And you said yourself it was a game that everyone expected them to get absolutely mullered. Yeah, yeah. But I think, again, maybe the Seahawks had the same problem that the Browns had in that they expected so. to walk it. But uh, the, the so. difference is the Seahawks are used to coming round and... and Scraping victories. Yeah, Seahawks Browns aren't are, used to that. Seahawks yet. are a very good team. Yeah, um, it was good to see DJ, DJ Metcalf starting. DK Metcalf. That's what I said. Um, <laughs> might not have been. No, just under a hundred yards, I think, for for DK. Yeah, um, just off an ankle injury as well. Um, Eighty-nine yards on four catches. Yeah, <laughs> good, good play. Very good. And he, yeah, he, like I said, he was just 
picking the ball off defenders as well. So yeah, he was the guy I was raving about in the draft. I mean, imagine him in college against guys who are of lesser standard. He just looked like a monster. Yeah. Um, Quinton Jefferson on the uh, defensive front for the Seahawks got two sacks. Jadeveon Clowney in his first game for the Seahawks got a sack as well. And yeah, they came away with the victory in the end. I think it was a good game for Seattle. They they managed to work their way through it and um, and figure out how to win. The the problem for the Seahawks, and it's something that um, our Seahawk Dave uh, mate keeps talking about, is that they're so predictable on offense. Mm. It's run the ball, run the ball, third and long scramble. Yeah. And they don't ever change it. I've got Carson in my fantasy team, so I don't mind that. <laughs> yeah, but if it's third and long, it means they haven't done much in those first two run plays because the defense is expecting it. They did all right this week for me. <laughs> well, okay, but that's because Russell Wilson managed to scramble around and get the ball away. So uh, They're going to need to change how they do that. Oh, I don't think they're going to, which is why I'm not predicting the Seahawks do an awful lot this season. Uh, no, no, I agree. I don't think they'll be... Uh, I don't think they'll be in the playoffs, but they'll be an entertaining team to watch. Um, yes. The thing in terms of rushing in that game that really stood out is the fact that Giovanni Bernard got more rushing attempts than Joe Mixon. Yeah, he was very quiet, wasn't he, Mixon, in his first game? Was he injured? No. Because he I only had so. six carries. When you, I would have expected him to be having 15 or 16 carries, double that easily. I'm sure a lot of fantasy uh, owners expected Ooh. that as well. And then some. <laughs> Next game was the LA Chargers, apparently at home against the Indianapolis Colts you'd never know it if you listened to a thought, crowd noise no I thought it was a behind, behind closed doors game I didn't, I didn't think it was. <laughs> this one went to overtime Dave it did weird uh, it ended up with the Chargers winning 30 points to 24 uh, good game for Jacoby Brissett better game for Austin Eckler only 6 incomplete passes yep. 190 yards 2 touchdowns no interceptions is the important one for a, a new QB coming in there uh Marlon Mack, 25 carries, 174 yards and a touchdown. That was great. It Manny Cooker than it is, it's... that 175 yards. Well, it's not bad, is it? It's 25 carries. You expect anyone on 25 <laughs> carries to get over, to get a Ooh, decent amount of yards. I don't know about that, Dave. Yeah. You've been playing Madden too much, I think. <laughs> I have. I wish yeah. I had. <laughs> Manny Cooker got an interception as well, so those are positives for the Colts. Yeah. And they managed to force overtime after scoring eight points uh, at the end of the fourth quarter. Bad news for them is that they're opposite Austin Eckler. Mm-hmm. Had 158 scrimmage yards and three touchdowns. And Keelan Allen, who caught eight of ten passes for 123 yards and a touchdown as well. Um, wasn't vintage Rivers, but this was a great uh, result in the end for the Chargers. It was a great result for me as well, because I had Eckler in my fantasy team. You um, lucky boy. I know, right? I think... It was it was a great time for Eckler to do this because he's the running back who's taking over. Our friend held out. I I kind of expected the Chargers to to win this game, so it's not really that much of a surprise that they won it. It's just how close the <laughs> yeah, it shouldn't came. have been that close. No, it was it was a very very good game. Squeaky bum time for uh, people on the bet and yep. uh, fantasy owners. But we just mentioned Melvin Gordon there. Yes. So for anyone that doesn't know. Uh, Melvin Gordon should have been playing this game but he's holding out uh, he was offered 10 million dollars a year to keep playing for the, the Chargers he wanted 13 so as a result he's uh, he's holding out he was due to earn just over 5.6 million this year but with every game he sits out he's going to get fined he's going to lose out on money yep. um, but 
into perspective, if you haven't seen the NFL before, Melvin Gordon scores 10 touchdowns in each of his last three seasons. Yeah. So he's worth his weight. He is, but when Eckler's coming in and playing the way he is, because Eckler's <laughs> more of a receiving back as well. Without well, Eckler had a down. good season last year with Melvin yeah, Gordon. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's the old one-two punch to kind of person that we know. <laughs> but no, I, I think it was important for the Chargers to go, look, we don't need you as much as you think that we do. Yet again, Dave, a running back has over-egged yep. their, uh, their worth. I know, shocking, right? <laughs> I know, yeah. Unless you're desperate and you pay them like the Cowboys. Uh, then it doesn't always have a good ending. Nope. We'll see. They reckon that Gordon's going to come back between week six and week eight because otherwise he will void all of his money for the, the year. So week seven then? <laughs> no, well, either week six, seven or eight. <laughs> depending on how much he can afford to lose. I'll get on with it. Uh, otherwise, yeah, he's not eligible to be an unrestricted free agent. So he has to come back at some point. And also, if Eckler keeps putting up these numbers, then he's yeah. going to come, come back quickly. and just not, not be in the team. Yeah. Well... <laughs> Next game then, the San Francisco 49ers went away to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Another it's game down in Florida. This is again another hot game. See, uh, yeah, there was one. Point 49ers won 31 points to 17. There's one point where it showed the um, thermometer on the wall and it went it was at 120. Yeah. Jesus. I'm not sure Christ. that's right. No, I know, but <laughs> that's, that's over 50 said. degrees cent- uh, Jesus Celsius. Christ. Yeah, no, that, that was a bit. It was a bit, a bit high for me. Yeah. Good game though. Yeah, great game. Uh, except if you're Jameis Winston, unfortunately. Yes. Because 194 yards passing, one touchdown, but three interceptions. Yeah. Seems to be the story of his career. Um, Sherman got a pick six for the 49ers. That's good to see. He underperformed last year. Uh, for the Bucks, Ronald Jones was probably their best player. 93 yards from scrimmage. And uh, Chris Godwin in his first game for them since coming across from the Chiefs. Uh, three catches for 53 yards and a touchdown but not a great start for the Tampa Bay at home uh, new head coach again we've heard this before new players hoping for a fresh start and uh, it hasn't really worked out no and the fact is San Francisco put 31 on the board and I think there was four touchdowns scrubbed off yeah well. yeah. I mean I had George Kittle in, in my fantasy team <laughs> he kept throwing touchdowns and kept getting called back yeah he had three offensive holding or something yeah, yeah it was insane there was one where it was a legal formation yeah. and he, he I think it was the second in about five minutes that was chalked off and I was thinking for God's sake yeah. Um, but yeah I mean they scored 31 it could have been 50 um, the Bucks look trash um, they have to get better they just do and I I don't know whether it's because they're worse or because the 49ers are legit I don't know it's difficult to know yeah this is yeah we'll see a lot more in week two I guess but yeah. um, it's got to be encouraging for San Fran they had a terrible season last year um, didn't win away I don't think yeah. so yeah to finally to get a win first week at, away on the other side of the country and to do Can't it without Garoppolo being amazing either. Well, I mean, yeah. Garoppolo came in, was steady, did a good job, and the yeah. rest of the team was great. No Hollywood Whereas, numbers, but no, yeah. No, he's absolutely fine, though. There's mm. nothing wrong with it. Mm. Didn't make any mistakes. Don't think he had any interceptions, or did he? I can't remember. Um, but yeah, the fact is that you had a team that won because of everyone in it rather than when they you know, when they went on that six on the bounce. Yeah. Um, not last season, season before. They were winning be- almost because of him. This season, they, they won the game, not in spite of, but... Not relying on him yeah. so much. Big positive for As him. much as you can't rely on a quarterback. 
Are you talking to a not Denver to say fan? he's not great. <laughs> talking to a Denver fan, we haven't relied on what's my most, I years. can't say great this year. <laughs> not to say he's not great, but uh, yeah. Uh, let's go on to the next game then. That was uh, a NFC East matchup. The New York Giants went to Dallas, yeah, to face the Cowboys, and them Cowboys came away with a win. End of the first quarter, I was lured into a full sense of security because it was seven all. I was like, okay. What do you mean security? Be, this could be quite. You're a secret Giants fan, aren't you? No. No, the wife is when I was watching that. But I was like, oh, this could become quite an interesting game. And then it just wasn't very quickly. No. Yeah, it was 7 at the end of the first quarter. But in the second quarter, Dallas put up another two scores yeah. on the board. Uh, another two touchdowns in the third quarter to Giants uh, three. Uh, Giants scored a, a consolatory touchdown in the fourth. But yeah, 35 points to 17. Dak Prescott, 405 yards and four touchdowns with zero interceptions. He's not really an interception machine anyway. It's nope. uh, great to see him get four touchdowns on the board. Passing. Ezekiel Elliott, just 63 yards from scrimmage, but a touchdown, which I'm sure he liked after getting his contract extension. On the other side, Saquon, 139, no, 139 yards from scrimmage. Uh, no touchdown on that one. Evan Engram was the best player, I guess, for the uh, Giants. Yep. 11 of 14 targets for 116 yards and a touchdown. So a great game for the tight end. Never really did that much last season, but I guess with OBJ not there, he's got to get some targets. And getting target 11 times by Eli is uh, well, I mean, pretty it, good. There's not really a huge amount else that he's going to go to. Um, no. Sterling Shepard, I guess. Yeah. He got a concussion, I think, in the game. Eli had over, over 300 yards passing. Yeah. And no interceptions which is weird yeah and Daniel Jones came in as well at the end um, yeah fourth throws, throws I think yeah. it was uh, other good results there for Michael Gallup he caught 7 of 7 for 158 yards like for Michael the Cowboys Gallup. very good they just seem to have these good crossing routes and were able to it then was, cut it, into the secondary it was really interesting because last season um, the Cowboys well for the past couple of years the Cowboys have always been doing the same thing we've got a good solid strong run game yep. and the passing game is almost a deflection of it we're going to make you block the run yeah. and the passing is then a byproduct of that strong run now they've got a new offensive coordinator Kellen Moore um, used to play for the Lions and I think he played for the Cowboys as well he's yeah. now the offensive coordinator and they're very much a, uh, a pass team well they've got some new weapons haven't they I mean Amari had another good unbelievable. game unbelievable 106 yards and a touchdown mm-hmm. Uh I was Blake Blake Jarwin. I was trying to remember the name. <laughs> Jesus, I didn't write it down, but he had a touchdown. And old man Witten. Yeah, better mention him. Three of four catches, fifteen yards, and a touchdown. Watching him go over the line, it was like watching erosion. It was so <laughs> slow. Even falls Doesn't in matter. Slow motion. It was He was never quick, no. but uh, relentless. Yep. And it was great to see him back, if only to do that. Uh, yeah, they've definitely missed having a tight end. Yeah, I mean, I can't even name that. We said this last time. I can't even remember their tight end. From Jeff Swaim, what a name! Yeah, I think he did World of Worlds. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was Jeff Wayne. Uh, yeah, good result for the Cowboys. Obviously, at home, it's important to get off to a winning start. And when you're playing a division rival, it was so. one of those tricky games where you're not going to get much credit if you do win it. No, and if you lose against it, the Giants as well, yeah. who're looking free fall. Yeah, not their not secondary looks trash as well. By the way, yeah. Yeah, no, he's, I think Randall Cobb as well was another one. Yeah, Randall Cobb's his touchdown was great. Yeah, really good route, found space, and just kept on accelerating. Yeah, um, and no one was stopping him. Yeah, no, it was but there good, wasn't a lot of stopping going on there. So it was a good game for the Cowboys. 
not a great game for the Giants. No. Let's talk about a, a game that should make everyone feel uncomfortable. Go on. It was a sister kisser. Oh, what? It was the Detroit Lions and the Arizona, <laughs> and the Arizona oh. Cardinals. Yeah, how uncomfortable oh. do you feel there? It was a sister kiss. It was a draw. We've got a draw, damn it, Dave, on our first week. That's all right. Hoping to not have one. They finished 27 all, but you wouldn't have thought it. Uh, but the end of the third quarter. Yeah. The Detroit Lions scored 17 points in the second uh, quarter and the Arizona Cardinals had scored six points through uh, two field goals. At the end of the third quarter, it was this bad, Dave. I've got... <laughs> I put Kyler Murray into my fantasy team. At the end of the third quarter, his fantasy points were 0.24. Solid point. I was, <laughs> I was beginning to waver a little bit, just a little bit in my faith in uh, Kyler Murray. If we look at the cards drives, it started with a punt, then an interception, then a punt, 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 field goal, punt, punt, field goal. That was the first three quarters for the Cardinals. Fourth quarter, it all changed. And uh, they had, had a field goal and two touchdowns. So finally, they managed to sort themselves out. Um, David Johnson had 137 scrimmage yards and a touchdown. The evergreen Larry Fitzgerald, eight catches for 113 yards and a touchdown. Uh, it's just, you know, there's nothing else you can say about Larry Fitzgerald. He's all right. <laughs> yeah. No one's ever said just that about him. Yeah. <laughs> Two sacks for Terrell Suggs, one for Chandler Jones on the defense for them. Um, was this the Detroit Lions falling asleep or was this the Cardinals finally waking up? Um, I think these are two teams who are probably about level in terms of how good they are. Mm-hmm. Um, one had a good start. The other one had yeah. a bad start. One had a bad finish. The other one had a good finish. Yeah. And I think it's just that whole thing of the unstoppable force against the immovable object. Yeah. Two teams are about as good as each other. Ended in the draw. Kind of what you expect. Yeah, I couldn't believe that, was, that, that comeback. Though. 18 points in the fourth quarter for Arizona. The thing that was a concern, though, is last year, uh, I think it was Cousins had the most tipped passes. Or right. Last season, he had seven tipped passes last year. Calamari had four in this game. <laughs> yeah. That's going to be the problem when you sign a midget, basically. <laughs> so, I mean, I mean he was, who's... it's not really fair though, Dave. He was always backed up into his end zone when he was doing these drives. You no, know, it wasn't easy at all for him. There's one where he, st- he started on the one. And it was yeah. Just like, Jesus Christ, this is bad. His own guard tackled him on one play. <laughs> oh, that was amazing. That was absolutely amazing. His guard's looking around going, who shall I tackle? I'm going to nail my midget quarterback. He's going to be amazing. Well, he's too tall, obviously, because yeah. he still got hit. <laughs> he should be a bit smaller to avoid that. Uh, on the other side, better give some shouts out to uh, TJ Hawkinson. His yep. first game. The man who you the said first was round basically tight a blocker and not a receiver. Well, he is. Um, he's just not it's just a lie <laughs> he caught 6 of 9 targets for 131 yards and a touchdown so it was ok and uh, Danny Amendola his sidestep was amazing 104 yards and a touchdown for that yeah. boy uh, yes so it was a good game for the Lions for the most part it got to overtime they both kicked a field goal Yeah. Um, and then couldn't score again so that was it 27 all and we've got a draw. Uh, and then the last game on Sunday. Oh, no. Uh, sorry. We'll go straight on to Monday night football. No, 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 what? no, no. Let's go no. back one. Oh, really? Yeah. No one wants to talk about that game, Dave. Oh, yes, we do. No. 
So the Patriots against the Steelers <sighs> at Gillette. What's it called? Gillette Field? Yeah. Gillette Stadium? Yeah, Gillette um, Park. Patriots yeah. 33, Steelers 3. Three, <clears throat> yeah. So Roethlisberger doing his best Trubisky impression. <laughs> um, so Brady, three hundred and forty-one yards, three touchdowns. Yeah. Uh, Edelman also one of one completion, thirty-two yards. <laughs> <laughs> um, Edelman has a better passer rating than Roethlisberger did. Oh, uh, Roethlisberger, twenty-seven of forty-seven attempts. Yeah. Yeah. Comment. Let's talk about no, positives. No, no. I want to hear. Yeah, I'm going to comment about some <laughs> positives. So, Gigi, uh, six catches on eight targets for 78 yards. James Washington catches but got 51 yards on six targets. Bud Dupree got a sack on Tom Brady, which is almost unheard of for someone to get that close to him. Apparently, and no flag either. Apparently, he's been banned for six weeks by the NFL, though. Because you're not, yeah, allowed, you're not, not allowed, allowed to sack. Do it, no, no, no. no, no. Uh, and Sony Michelle. We obviously game planned against him because he had 14 yards on 15 carries. Yeah. So we managed but to stop one player. One of those was an eight yard loss. So <laughs> technically. Yeah, okay, right. But that's the final stat. 23. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I'm trying to look for some positives, Dave. Damn it. Come um, on. First round pick Rex Burkhead. Uh, 44 <laughs> yards on eight carries. <laughs> so, okay. Let's look at. Yeah. So what the Patriots did was they had Philip Dorsett went four of four for 95 yards and two touchdowns. Yeah. One of them got 83 great yards. Route as well. Yeah. He ran inside, changed direction, changed direction again, and burned the field. He yeah. Was, he was Josh Gordon had 73 yards and a touchdown. Yeah. We managed to stop Sony Michelle, but we forgot that they had other running backs. So Rex Burkhead and James White got close to 100 yards each. What about? And Dietrich uh, Wise got a sack as well. What about your boy Devin Bush from Michigan? Well, again, it was just one of those games that got away from us so quickly. We were down 20 to nothing at half time. And they had another 10 points in the third quarter. Yep. And we scored a field goal. Yeah. So the game, the game was over and we were chasing the game. Um, it's just one of those eternally frustrating things about the, the Steelers that they just seem to always crumble against the Patriots. We never learn our lessons. We play zone defense against a quarterback that I can't think of a better one that, that picks apart a zone. Yeah. You need to play man defense against Tom Brady to have any chance and rush four. But we don't you, do that. The I mean, one time we've done it, we actually won last season. Yeah, but you've had success playing zone against him before. Not so, much. Mm. Not much. You have to mix it up and you have to do at least some man coverage. Uh, I haven't... I've, <laughs> surprisingly, Dave, I haven't watched this game fully. I saw the air quote highlights of this game. Um, and I've listened to uh, other Steeler fans' uh, analysis of the game. Yeah, it, it comes down to you know what we always say that we just never seem to game plan properly against this team. Uh, whether we want to lose against them or not, I don't know. But it just seems that we always seem to mess it up. And uh, I know it's only game one, but someone should get fired for this. I'm not sure. Not, about not that. necessarily Mike Tomlin. I'm but not sure about that. That's a bit of an over. Maybe Keith Butler. You've had an entire off season to plan this first game, and mm. you've completely shat the bed. Um, I mean, it just looked embarrassing. You can't fire someone after losing against the best team in football on the first day of the season. Well, then play the Chiefs. Shut up, you idiot. <laughs> there was a really nice part afterwards where, after the game, um, Calvin Noy's wife gave birth, and the whole team Facebooked his wife. Uh, Facebook, FaceTimed. <laughs> 
his wife in hospital and with the newborn baby. I thought that was quite a nice little touch at the end. I mean, the okay. cameras were there, so how much of it was a publicity stunt is is a question. Well, for the Patriots? No, I know, right? <laughs> AB wasn't there, though. No. Well, I'm surprised, actually. No, I suppose it wasn't the bloody delivery theatre, knowing him. <laughs> Any chance to get on camera? Yeah, it would have been... He likes Facebook Live as well. It would have been typically the only only thing he wouldn't have caught as well. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it's just one of those things. I, I suppose for looking forwards, if we can win our next game, I think we've won our next three, looking at our schedule. It's going to be tough for week two. We're playing the Seahawks, Dave. Oh, okay. But uh, I think we can beat them at home. And uh, if we do that, I think we've got the next two in the bag as well. So we could be three and one by week five. Or you could be 0-4. Could then be 3-3 three and three after that. But uh, <laughs> just being honest, uh, yeah, it's not... I don't want to talk about it anymore. <laughs> horrific. The Absolutely thing, horrific. The only other thing I will say is that the so someone, Patriots someone needs to be sacked. looked like Patriots. Because we've seen them before. Yeah. They win the Super Bowl and well, the first game of the following season they get torched by... I, think I haven't seen him throw over the top, Dave, in three years. So he was able to launch at this game. It was so embarrassing. Oh, there's, there's one he was point just he threw like a like, okay. 75 yard I thought Jesus yeah. I didn't know he had it in him he doesn't well he, didn't. Well, he obviously <laughs> well, does yeah what he took on the sideline to get that throw off I don't know but uh, <laughs> for that one play it was yeah horrific horrific result um, the worst thing I could have thought of apart from maybe a Ravens loss um, but it's out of the way now it's you out of the way losing the Ravens get losing to the Ravens points. is probably the worst thing in the world but no, second to that is Patriots Mm, it would be worse if you lost to the Browns 33 3 <laughs> Christ let's talk about Monday night then Dave come on we're almost yeah. there two games first up it's the Houston Texans at the New Orleans Saints this was an incredible game ended up 28-30 to to the Saints it did I didn't see this game oh well oh. I did I told you this story already so I took I decided um, I was going to stay up for the Broncos game yeah um so I went to bed for a couple of hours. My alarm went off. Good I was turned off in my sleep because I didn't wake up. Woke up in the morning was like, oh, nuts. So I had to completely just turn my alarm off, uh, turn my phone off so I didn't find the result. Yeah. Came downstairs. It's all right because I taped both games, turned on the Broncos game, which was straight afterwards as Will Lutz was kicking the winning goal, field goal. It's like, oh, well, now I know the score, so I'm not going to bother watching it. <laughs> How annoying is that? Well, I think you should go back and rewatch it, Dave. I haven't watched the highlights yet, but I will do so. I know very little about what actually happened during the this game. This was an incredible game. No score in the first quarter, but Houston got out to a 14-3 lead at half time. New Orleans came back. Uh, they scored 14 points in the third quarter. Houston scored seven. And then New Orleans scored another 13 points in the fourth. But it was back and forth. The whole game, back and forth. Um, we'll talk about some numbers quickly. Alvin Kamara, 196 yards from scrimmage. Ridiculous. Uh, Michael Thomas, 10 of 13 catches for 123 yards. Um, Latavius Murray, he stepped in as the change of pace back and did very well for the Saints as well. On the other side, DeAndre Hopkins, 8 of 13 catches for 111 yards and two touchdowns. Uh, And then Carlos Hyde and Duke Johnson played very well. It's nice for Houston. They've not had a running game for years. No. Yeah, they've now got these two guys just come in and they seem to work quite well together. Lamar Miller's been okay. Yeah, been fits and spurts. Yeah. That's the thing, is they don't have a kind of consistent game there, but they do seem to work those two very well. Uh, and Kenny Stills got a touchdown on his debut as well. Yeah. Trade across from Miami. Uh, and Deshaun Watson only took four sacks, which is great for Deshaun Watson yeah, that's, in that game. That's like part time for him. Uh, 
Yeah, uh, but to cut it short, Watson got the Texans the lead with under a minute to go. Like 43 seconds left, he got the touchdown to get them a point in the lead um, after... Who is it? I want to say Randy Bullock, but it's not Randy Bullock. Who's the Kymie Fairburn is the uh, Texans kicker now. I saw this. He missed the first extra yeah. point, but someone knocked him, so he had to, uh, another go at it. Yeah. He got the point to take him to 28-27. 43 seconds left. All the Texans had to do was stop them from getting in field goal range, and they didn't do it. No. This is the fourth time now in three years that they've stopped. Um, well, they've lost a game that they were leading with less than a minute to go. Because the the Texans defense can't play prevent defense. Yeah, but with this one, they're playing against an elite quarterback, so you you kind of just go, okay, it, it is what it is. But yeah, they've got to pass the ball. You've got to stop them. You've got to stop them, Dave. See, I'm a glass half full kind of a guy, as you know. <laughs> just saying, all right. Texans supposed to be good enough on defense, are they? And it's not fair on Deshaun Watson. He's getting them. He's, he's getting them in position to win, yeah. and they're not. They're not delivering. Yeah. I, I, at the end of the day, I, I thought that the Saints would win this game reasonably comfortably, and the fact that they only lost by two, again, I, I think there's posit- there's definite positives in it for them as well. It was like a 58-yard Will Lutz field goal. Yeah. If it wasn't in a dome, there's no chance he's making that. But uh, uh, he'd make it a mile high. There's plenty of times. <laughs> okay, maybe a mile high. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but there's plenty of times when that dome's helped out New Orleans in the oh, yeah. last-second field Massively. goals. Uh, yeah, a great game. I'd advise watching it just yep. for the entertainment factor. It was back and forth all the way. Great performances by all the key players. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing Houston for the rest of the season, actually. No, I'm still not fast. I'm still not sold. <laughs> I haven't seen the highlights. You haven't seen it? No, that's what I'm saying. You've seen one I, kick by Will Lutz. I'm that's not, not very nice, is it? Yeah, but, what a kick. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, but it's just, again, I haven't seen the highlights, so I'm still not sold. But Watch the highlights, Dave. Yep. You'll oh, be convinced. I will. I will. Only because you've told me to, though, Jim. Thank you. <laughs> last game and then we'll do the picks talking of talking of kickers just for one second the Browns got a new kicker and missed again well you know I mean when are they going to get a break <laughs> seriously there's a few teams that have problems with kickers mm, don't worry uh, the last game Monday night then was the oh ah, the old Denver Broncos Dave let's yes. talk about this in depth against uh, Punk's Oakland Raiders yep. still in Oakland yeah uh, for the moment this was a surprising result for you at least um Yes and no. I mean, first and foremost, yes. Derek Carr played superbly. Do you want to give the stat rundown? No, no, you can do you can do Carr. Well, Carr, so I think he went 17 without missing, with the, without an incompletion or okay. something like that. It was ridiculous. But every single throw that he was, every single f- pass was very quick. I'm not going right. to get sacked straight off. There weren't many times when he was hanging around behind his line. Well, that's so, and saying you don't want to wait around for Von exactly. Miller and uh, so he negated the pass up. rush. Um, our line was strong. Our, our uh, defensive line was stronger than their offensive line. Yeah, but it was negated by how quick he was getting the ball out. It's just good. It's the Patriot play. way. It's just good quarterback play. That's all it is. Um, they targeted uh, Isaac Yedem without any shadow of a doubt. Yeah, um, they used Waller really well. Um, he's got decent hands on him. And it was just where one team started better than another team, and then for the rest of the game it was reasonably close. Um, so they were fourteen nothing up at half time with the yeah. Raiders, and then you scored six points in the third quarter, and then yeah. you both scored ten points in the fourth. 
but in the second twenty four sixteen final score. Yeah, in the second quarter, we had opportunities to score touchdowns. Um, and there was one point we were within field goal range, and Flacco took a sack. And before you know it, you're out of field goal range, and you're having yeah. to punt. Um, so yeah, I think for the most part, it was it was really quite even. But it was just that the Raiders started better than we did. Um, Abraham looked pretty good. He flies into tackles a bit too much. There was one point where he got left for dead. I mean, he made a couple of really good strong tackles, so you can't really He, he loves to come down there. into the box and, uh, yeah. and make a tackle. He's, he, but he's going to have to calm down a bit with that when outside of the box because mm-hmm. he, he just commits a bit to it. And when he's playing against, I'm not being funny, but Denver's wide receivers aren't really elite. Um, Cortland Sutton's still young and Sanders was a few years ago but when he's coming, when they're coming up against someone like Hopkins or even AJ Green he's going to get sold a good one mm. um, but yeah there was a point where Deshaun Hamilton went into the end zone and the ball bounced off his chest um, at that point it would have been we would have got 14 points in the second quarter and you know we would have been level so yeah. it is what it is um, a team who played well against a team who didn't play so well and they ended up winning by a score so can't really moan too much no just uh, quickly obviously Courtland Sutton you mentioned there he yep. caught 7 of 8 passes for 120 yards big weapon Emmanuel Sanders got his touchdown yeah uh, Royce Freeman had a better production than Philip Lindsay as well yeah Freeman Freeman was an interesting one there's a couple of plays where he started with both both backs down um, on the field Noah Fant was really acting more as a blocker than he was mm-hmm. I mean so Juwan James where he was our stellar um, line signing from again the Dolphins everyone signed someone from the Dolphins (laughs) Um, and he was the highest paid um, lineman until I think um, Trent Brown was signed by the Raiders so he's what is yeah we've had problems with our offensive line for a long time yeah he went out injured in the first or second quarter I think it was Um, so again we brought in Elijah Wilkinson who is essentially a guard playing tackle which not ideal and from that point Noah Fant was basically restricted to blocking yeah so that negated a weapon for Flacco and it's it's a shame that that happened but it is what it is Um, so because of that there's a couple of times we played two tailbacks um, and Freeman had a couple of good runs Hmm. we better mention on the other side uh, Josh Jacobs Yes, twenty-three carries for eighty-five yards and two touchdowns. Yeah, there was great one, display for the one the particular. Um, there's one particular two things that I saw of him. Um, one was where he blocked Adam Gotsis, which amazes me because mm-hmm. Gotsis is twice his size. <laughs> yeah. uh, there was also where he broke three tackles um, and made yards. But yeah. on the flip side of that, there was another point where um, Philip Lindsay blocked. Uh, one of the Raiders guys so it was, it was one of those games where the little guys were blocking the big guys it, it was pretty good it was an, it was an entertaining game um, that's all I asked for and I said at the beginning of the season Broncos aren't going to be great but we're going to be bloody entertaining to watch and we were last two stats quickly Tyrell Williams 6 of 7 catches for 105 yards and a touchdown good for him the uh, former Charger and uh, another first round pick for the Raiders Cleland Farrell got a sack in his first game so I'm yep. sure Punk would want me to mention that and there was a pretty bad injury as well to Gary and Connolly. Yes. Well, although it looked bad at the time, but reports are saying he's going to be okay. Yeah. So, um, so anyone who didn't see, uh, it was Jonathan Abraham came in doing another one of his spear challenges, got <laughs> done for lowering his helmet, initiating contact. Yeah. Um, and his leg swung round and smashed um, Connolly on the head. The first the first thing that reminded me is Chazier, because it was that impact oh, down on the that. head. No, 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 not you know but yeah. in terms of the way it was and the neck compressed to the point where when yeah. they put him on the stretcher they didn't remove his helmet they put no. him completely as he was and it's kind of like this could be really bad I mean luckily he's alright 
We didn't mention the Eric Weatherway injury. Do you see that? The amount of blood come out of his head. Yeah, I don't know. The laceration on his head. Flesh wound. <laughs> it happened while his helmet on, though. I don't know what. Maybe maybe Antonio Brown's got a point about these new oh, helmets. Oh, you know? Jesus. Maybe we, maybe we should all wear helmets, leather helmets from the 1920s. We should, yeah. <laughs> so let's talk about that's the all the games then, Dave, yep. we've just been through. Uh, let's talk about your picks against the King. So it was the King okay. versus the people the first week. The King did. Submit picks before the week started. I was going to say, did you do them this morning? He did do them this morning. He did do them in time. Uh, you can check them out on our website, jimtheking.com slash king versus the people, I think, is how you get to there. Let's go to jimtheking.com. Link it's, in on the the, it's on the menu. Below. <laughs> but no, it was linked him. You, you, should, you should be very pleased with yourself, Dave. You got 12 of 16 correct. Yes. Very good, including that's standard for me. Obviously, the draw didn't work for either you or the king. I should get a point for that. No, uh, your incorrect results were the Jets. You picked uh, to beat the Bills. Yeah. You said the Steelers are going to beat the Patriots, so it's your fault that the Steelers lost that game. And you obviously picked your Broncos to beat the Oakland Raiders. That didn't work out. Nope. Lions was a draw. Yep. Uh, king got thirteen points out oh, of sixteen, so he bastard. beat you by one. The king is beating the people right now. Uh, he also picked the Jets to win. He picked the Browns to beat the Titans because he's secretly a Browns fan. Yeah. Uh, but then that was it. Obviously, and the Lions the draw. Obviously, picked the Bills to win. No. No. He picked the Jets. Oh, he picked the Jets. Okay. Yeah. So we're down by a point, Dave. Uh, yeah, I got twelve. What more do you want from me? <laughs> uh, Thirteen or fourteen, please. No. I'm Maybe sixteen. Right. I'm sticking with twelve. <laughs> you did well, but not good enough, unfortunately. Uh, this week, then we'll look at the games. I'll ask for your pick Dave but we have got a new challenger for the king I, have we? I haven't got the king's picks here but I promise you he won't I'll, listen to this I'll or look his. at the other stuff before Thursday I'll do his <laughs> yeah uh, so our challenger this week is Paul who's a Redskins fan okay challenged before uh, and an avid listen to the show thanks Paul did he win before can't remember Paul would know um, I'm sorry Paul I didn't check so that for last year sorry I'm I didn't sorry go Paul back for and being check. so harsh on your Redskins but <laughs> they are a bit shit <laughs> Well, he's harsh about your Broncos as well. So he should be. We're shit you know as well. It's a shame that Philly Sy's not here this week because he hates Philly Sy. <laughs> Does he? Yeah. We all do. Yeah. <laughs> so week two starts off on Thursday night with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at the the Carolina Panthers. Almost got that wrong. Panthers. Paul has also gone for the Panthers. Yeah. I think it's the sensible pick. I think it's the pick. sensible pick. It's the sensible pick. They'll win it just with their run game. Mm. Um, McCaffrey, can you see anyone in the oh, in that Bucks defense stopping McCaffrey, really? No. Yeah. I mean, the same as when you had Lev Bell at the height of his powers. You go into it thinking, we can just lean on him. Because yeah. Because he's so good Yeah. that we can just lean on him and go... And it's in Carolina as well, yeah. so... Uh, um, it's one of those games I'm not going to stay up for it because... Division game. Panthers aren't going to want to lose that one. Yeah, there's not enough in it to make me want to watch it. Uh, so then Sunday starts with the Dallas Cowboys at the Ooh, Washington Redskins. going to go there. Okay. NFC East. Yep. Cowboys-Redskins. Yeah. In Dallas, is it? No, in Washington. In Washington. Okay. I want to go Redskins now. No, I'm going to go Dallas. Going Dallas? Yeah. Paul went Dallas. Is he carries on this trend of <laughs> not going for the team that you support? Yeah, you've got to think of your head, not your heart. And I, I admire Paul for that. Yeah, I think... I respect him for that. Dallas uh, is the It favorites. wasn't easy for him to write that. Yeah. Uh, next up, 
it's an AFC South matchup. It's the Indianapolis Colts at the Tennessee Titans. Titans. Titans are again my sneaky good team. Did you did you see what they did against the Chargers, those Colts? They were close. They were so close. Titans won. Against the eventual Super Bowl winners. What's your, <laughs> what's your point? I can't sit here on this podcast having bigged up the Titans and then not pick them. Come on. Yeah, Paul's also gone Titans. So we're in lockstep at the moment. Yeah. Yep. Uh next up it's the Seattle Seahawks at the Pittsburgh Steelers. Ooh. I've told you I think we're gonna scrape it. Uh, Seahawks at Steelers at Steelers Steelers I'd rather you pick Seahawks <laughs> on this day after last week no Steelers I'm all in okay uh, Paul's gone for the Seahawks okay thanks Paul no I, I, uh, it's, it's a legit move yeah it's legit yeah fine whatever mulled last week <laughs> <laughs> I, can't, I can't blame anyone after week's one performance what's, what's your pick on that one I said Steelers. You reckon Steelers? Yeah, I do. I do. Back at home, someone's going to have to get a rocket up the ass for that last performance. Uh, Buffalo Bills at New York Giants. Oh, God. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, oh, fucking hell. Not tasty. <laughs> no, I think that's a game that's either going to be a score fest or is going to end up snooze fest. Yeah. Um, I, I can see some running happening in this game. <laughs> Eli. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon it's going to be the Giants. Ooh. Okay. Um, well. I've got more. This is going to be the game of the backs, I think. It's going to be Singletary versus Barclay. Yeah. Um, this is the coming out show for yeah. Singletary, I think. Uh, I think the Bills will win, but I'm going to go Giants. <laughs> what? Yeah, All right. Know. Well, Paul's gone for the Bills. Yeah, sensible. Yep. Next up, it's the New England Patriots at the Miami Dolphins. Patriots. Yeah, Paul's also gone Patriots. Dolphins are dog shit. Jacksonville Jaguars at Houston Texans AFC South matchup. Um, the quarterback. If Foles were still in there, it's like, oh, this is a good game. It's interesting. Yeah. You've got this. Mm, I just, I'm not feeling it. Not with um, Gardner Minshew, um, Cashew Nut at quarterback. I am gonna go for Texans. Okay, so is Paul. Yeah. So you're back on track again with each other. Uh, then we've got an NFC North matchup. It's the Minnesota Vikings at the Green Bay Packers. Vikings. Yeah. Uh, I mentioned previously that I thought they were a very, very good team. Um, I think they win that division and this is one of the key games that they win I believe yeah. I mean the Packers looked much better yeah. on Thursday obviously only 10 points but yeah. it was against a great it defense the, it was a very good defense yeah okay I, I think yeah maybe the Vikings it wouldn't shock me if it went the other way but I'll go Paul's gone for the Vikings as well yeah. uh, then we've got the LA Chargers at Detroit Lions I really 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 want to go Lions yeah you're uh your team to watch yeah. Detroit Lions it's not my team to watch I just like watching the Lions they always do something weird that's fun okay. hence this week getting a draw yeah um, there's no way I can go for them after they've just got a draw against the cards so no. I have to go Chargers okay yeah Paul's also gone for the Chargers this one should be interesting the San Francisco 49ers mm. at Cincinnati Bengals ooh ooh that is interesting mm. um I'm going to go Bengals. 
Why are you roll your eyes? <laughs> Get your head out your you ass. You shouldn't ever be, be neutral look, for a second. Just trying to help you out, all right? Don't pick Bengals. There's a rule of thumb. Doesn't matter to me this month. This Paul's picked Bengals, month. but I think that's because his son's a Bengals fan. So maybe a little bit of a. <laughs> I know what he's doing there. Wink, wink. <laughs> I, I can see you, Paul. So, <laughs> can't justify that to your son if you didn't pick the Bengals. Yeah, uh, fair play. <laughs> um, next up, Arizona Cardinals. Yeah. At Baltimore Ravens. Ravens. You're very confident on that one. Yeah. Did you not see the fourth quarter for the Cardinals? Uh, did you not see the entire game for the Ravens? And did I not tell you that you shouldn't <laughs> worry about that game against the Dolphins? Outlier. I don't need to say any more. All right. Paul's also gone for the Ravens. It's for, the for very good reason. Traditional pick. <laughs> Just a sensible pick. <laughs> okay, it's maybe not a coincidence. All right, it's a sensible pick, but yeah. It's not a coincidence that football's not always sensible. Dave twelve picks gets <laughs> you know, picks them and Paul, who is obviously very well versed in football, otherwise you wouldn't keep watching it being a skins fan. Um, also picks them, so yeah. I'm sorry, you're wrong. Alright. <laughs> okay. Uh the Kansas City Chiefs at the Oakland Raiders. Um, Why are you hesitating on this one? Because I don't want to say Chiefs, but I can't <laughs> honestly make a case for the Raiders winning it. Well, no. Yeah, Chiefs. Chiefs. Uh, New York, uh, yeah, sorry. Paul has gone for the Chiefs okay. as well. They're, they're without Tyreek Hill this year. This week, he's out for two, three weeks. Um, yeah, but they've got the other players. Yeah. So, uh, let's try this one then, Dave. Mm-hmm. It's the New Orleans Saints yeah. at the LA Rams. Saints. Saints. At the LA Rams. Yeah. Why were you so quick on that one? Because I think the Saints are the best team in football. Lost last season to the care. LA Rams. I don't care. In New Orleans. I don't care. Fair and square. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, Any, anytime we're doing picks, as soon as you say the the New Orleans Saints, I'm Saints. Well, that's that. ridiculous. Yeah. Okay. Well, all right. Well, team. Paul's gone for the Rams. Wow. Next up, <laughs> Chicago Bears. At Denver Broncos. Broncos. Look, you know what happened last week. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think about Broncos. You know what? You know what people always do where they go against their team. I'm the opposite. Yeah, you double down. Yeah. All right. At well, home, the Broncos are a completely different. Paul is not so hampered. He's going for the Chicago Bears. Yeah, I just the thing is difficult for teams to keep up with the Broncos because of the altitude. <laughs> it just is. It's yeah, the biggest. Right. It's the biggest advantage in in football. And playing I thought that altitude. was playing in the AFC East for the Patriots. Uh, yeah, no, you do raise a very good point with that, actually. No, so it is a massive advantage for us, and I can't see that offense scoring. Don't That's it. Your team I can't, the, but I the can't best thing you've got is your home stadium. Uh, no, it is, oxygen. it is a massive advantage. It just is. It just is. There's no other way around it. There's a reason that the yeah. Colorado Rapids won the MLS Open a couple, a couple of years ago. It just saying, dude. But it is what it is. You can't put oxygen into the Hall of Fame. When I went, when I went to when I went to the Bronco, when I went to see the Broncos, when I went to Denver, yes. you're a mile up in the sky. You get out of breath going for a shit. I'm not joking. You're sitting there going, well, Jesus you Christ. <laughs> <laughs> that's a different story I've told you that story <laughs> but no you do you seriously do get out of breath and it does affect you alright it really really does so the offence I think is um, I mean it's got no spike to it we've spoken about this already I just yep. don't see them scoring enough points at the same time the only way they are going to win is if they win like 10-9 or something stupid it's like going that. to be a low scoring affair yeah, I can't see it being, seen being a big one yeah. two games left then the first is the Philadelphia Eagles at the Atlanta Falcons Eagles 
Yeah, Paul's gone for the Eagles as well. Yeah, yeah, I think the Eagles are a really good team. They are. And it's it's the way that, again, they kept their calm and just said, we know we're going to beat you. It's it's as simple as that. We know mm-hmm. we're going to mm-hmm. beat you. Yep. And I bow down to your superior knowledge of saying the Falcons are <laughs> shit. <laughs> uh, and the Monday night game, it's the Cleveland Browns oh. at the New York Jets. Prime time. Um... Jets got beat well yeah Jets lost in the game they shouldn't have lost against mm-hmm. so Jets were Jettish and the Browns yeah. were brownish um, yeah I fancy the Jets for this one <laughs> See, it's at Meadowlands isn't it it is in the Meadowlands yeah uh, I'm gonna go Jets yeah okay. I'm gonna go Jets okay well Paul's gone Browns so we've got some differences there okay um, obviously I will get the Kings picks in and when I do have yeah. them if I can be bothered before game day I will post them up on the website um, like I've done with week one Yep. So make sure you check that out at jimandtheking.com uh, and you've got the different pages there. Not yep. just the podcast, but the blog and the King versus the People. Yep. So uh, that's it, Dave. We've that completed is. week one. Um, can we have an update on fantasy? Oh. So we've had a request from um, Punk to talk about I fantasy. I bet we have. Um, you said you were going to stricken it from our records. Yeah. Uh, no such luck. So he. We've got to go. We're out of time. You played him this week. <laughs> I lost by a point. Um, you played in this week. Yeah. And uh, so the man who drafted for 2014, <laughs> you said, um, he beat you. Not only did he beat you, he, he got so lucky. You. He got so lucky. A couple you. of good, couple of good players there. He got 30% more points than you did. <laughs> I had the Denver defense. You got, I know you did. <laughs> Give me zero points, Dave. <laughs> you got Explain mullered. that one away. Utterly mullered. But there is some good news. <laughs> What's that? In another league that he I'm playing you next in. week. No, right. I'm, I'm playing uh, his his junior. All right. Um, in another league that he and I My are junior. in, um, I played against him and I got double the amount of points he did. So congratulations. That's congratulations. the only win I got this week. <laughs> let's be honest. But no. So uh, yeah, you are currently second last in our division. <laughs> How do you feel, Jim? It's a long season, Dave. It's a long so you, season. It's a good job you are. You've done about as well as your Steelers as a, did this week. As a Steelers fan, I'm not going to panic after one week. You so I'm just, used to this. Someone should get fired from your fantasy. That's as not you panicking. Said, no, you said that someone, someone should, should get pay fired. for that result. Someone should pay for your fantasy yeah, result. Like you should be fired from your fantasy no, result. No. You should I let said someone not else the head take coach over your or the team. Offensive. No, no. I just said right. the defensive coordinator. Okay, so in your fantasy team, oh, I think God. DeAndre Hopkins should be fired from your team. I'll swap him. <laughs> How do you feel about that? <laughs> yeah, I'll trade him to you if you want. It was just good to have football back. It was. It was good. It's good to be back here again, Dave. Yeah. I love doing the pod with you. And uh, next week... You don't get much choice. It's normally only you and I. <laughs> well, next week, uh, Philly Sai should be back from Tenerife. Yeah. Uh, Punk should be back from trying to refund his Antonio Brown jersey mm. we may even get the king that you never joke's know. never going to get old for you is it no <laughs> Jesus Christ until next week then guys I've been Jim that's been Denver Dave and thank you so much for listening yeah.